Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my music-loving muchacho, Kevin Connor. Hello. What's up, Kev? Uh, listen, let's just get into it. Um, order, just do it. Order in the court. Uh, we okay. are here to uh, bring crimes against humanity to trial. Uh, and I, of course, speaking about the album One Wayne G, recently released by One <laughs> Mac DeMarco. <laughs> Uh, oh, Luke. I was like, you're bringing the concept of crimes against humanity to trial? Uh, no, Mr. LeBen. I don't know if you're familiar yes. with Mr. DeMarco's most recent album, One Wayne G. Uh, please remember you are under oath. Okay, well, I will tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Uh, my cousin Brian sent it to me. And I saw that it is 199 songs long. Yep. About eight hours long, and all the number or all the songs are like a bunch of dates. Uh, numbers. Dates actually. Oh, uh, they're range, dates. And some of them have text after. To to 2018, uh, all the way to 2023. And Luke, eight hours puts it mildly. This album is nine hours and thirty minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, what's another hour and a half when you come that far? (laughs) If it pleases the court, I'd like to get into what other things you can do in nine and a half hours. Okay. Uh, You can listen to the last 14 full episodes of this podcast, Best Song Ever, uh, and even make it halfway into the 15th, which for context, Luke, was the second part of our Best of 2022 episode. Okay, so you could basically do everything we've done up this year up till now. Yes. Uh, you could make it into the third Lord of the Rings movie, Return of the King, to the point where Frodo sends Sam away for having crumbs on his jackets. That's a dark point on oh, the third that point? The film. Yes. Okay. Uh, you could drive from anywhere in Arizona, most of Utah, most of Nevada, and even part of New Mexico to Mac DeMarco's home somewhere in Los Angeles and tell him to release a shorter album. Yeah. You know what else you could do? You could have sex the way I do it. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> 20 minutes and nine and a half, nine hours and uh, 10 minutes of crying. Uh, no. Now, listen, I have listened to very little of this album. What I did listen to seemed like it was some fine demos. And if he wants to get those out in the world... That's fine. I'm not going to be mad about it. But I am going to sue his ass. <laughs> and that is official court record. Yes. Uh, my lawyer, a very southern-sounding chicken, uh, has entered my plea deal in. Kevin, I think this is the most egregious breaking of your views rule. That was instituted because yes. of Drake. Yeah. This is the most yes. <laughs> egregious that you could do, like, the breaking that rule. So, well done, Mac. Yeah. Good job, buddy. You did it. You, I, and I was going to listen to it. I didn't, I, I didn't, like, think about it at all. I just hit play. And then I looked at it and thought it said, like, nine minutes, 30 seconds. I was like, oh, that's a do weird that. album length. <laughs> 
And then I was deeply surprised that I was wrong. And uh, it remained a weird album length. And hey, you know what else? It's his second album this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I told Annie about this and I showed her a picture of Mac DeMarco. And she said he looks like someone that would do that. Yeah, he does. Um, I I love Uh, Mac DeMarco. So how dare you? Uh, I will defend him (laughs) till my dying day. Well... We'll find him guilty, and his punishment is to release a nine-hour and 30-minute album, time served. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen of the court, adjourned. Hey, if uh, liking Mac DeMarco is a crime, then lock me up. Please, lock me up. I'm into it. Um, (laughs) Shall we get into talking about some new music? That's yeah. That's why I've gathered. If it pleases the court, that's why I've gathered us all here today. Um, a, a jury of your peers. Yes. Um, let's listen to some new music. This is, of course, best song ever, and we've got a fresh batch of songs for you today. And uh, I got a humdinger to start us off with. Uh, this comes Whoa. from indie pop legends, Generationals. Are you familiar, Kev? No, I'm not. I'm excited. Okay. I feel like you'll really like them. Uh, I'm very happy that you're not aware because you, Kevin Connor, the banger bitch, you need to know mm-hmm. about this band for sure. Uh, this is the musical project of Grant Widmer and Ted Joyner, and they've been putting out records since 2009. They worked with the amazing Richard Swift before he passed, which, Kev, I've talked about Richard Swift a bunch, but you probably will remember he was also in The Shins among yeah. producing for so many mm-hmm. amazing artists and having a great solo career himself. Uh, but Generationals, they make inser- absurdly infectious indie pop music, and uh, I would liken them to like a band like Junior Junior, who I know you love, so I feel like Ooh, yeah. this is right up your alley for sure. Uh, in 2019, I played their song, I Turned My Back on the Written Word. That was from their last album, Reader as Detective, which is a great album. And now they're back with their first album in four years, entitled Heatherhead. Uh, and that's out June 2nd. I mean, Heatherhead, is this about me after I watched that Winona Ryder, Christian Slater movie? Because I sure was a Heatherhead. Is this about me when I see a shirt that has like a very gentle textured pattern? Right, exactly. Uh, is there a third one? Heather Lockley or someone, right? What was she in? Schwing. <laughs> sure. The, Wayne and Garth did the like Heather Locklear thing and they were Heather heads. Yes. I'm very excited for this album from Generationals. They've released two singles, Waking Moment and Dirt Diamond, and they both are Stone Cold Slapperoonies, Kev. Uh Whoa. Yeah, you got to hear both of them. Uh, but we're going to listen to the first one, Dirt Diamond. Widmer said, I felt some catharsis and shouting, are you okay, over the chorus, and the feeling has stuck with me every day since. So hopefully when we listen to this, it will stick with us every day since. Here's Generationals with Dirt Diamond.
Uh, yeah, I'm okay, because I'm giving that song a hot diggity dog. Yeah, yay! I'm always okay when a hot diggity dog is involved. Uh, that, yeah. that ruled. That was so fun. I, um, anthemic, for sure. Uh, yeah. and Luke, it seems like I have, uh, discovered a band that I should go back and listen to a bajillion albums from, so that's always yeah. fun. Which, it's fun, because I just got into them. Uh, in 2019 and they already then had like five albums out or something they've had a a great long career and i feel like one of these uh like underrated pop like amazing duos that when you hear you're like holy shit how have i never heard of them like their last album was so great too so super excited that generationals are back always excited to see new music from them so that was generationals with dirt diamond from heatherhead out June 2nd on Polyvinyl. Luke, we're going into the brain. Oh, that's my favorite place to go. Uh, into, of course, the Hippocampus, which is the band that just released the brand new Wasteland EP. Uh, Dude, I didn't know you were playing this until like moments ago, and I'm very excited. Yeah, uh, this EP rules couldn't have gone wrong. Any of these songs have been a great pick. Uh, I haven't even heard it. Oh, man. So I'm excited. Not one note. Uh, well, let me tell you about it. The songs collected on Wasteland are totems of friendship, hardship, heartbreak, and ultimately, perseverance. It's dispatched from an unnamed disaster spread out across the Midwestern plains. The band was heavily inspired by country music, the way that songwriting gets straight to the point, and using that straightforwardness, imagery, and dark humor as a vehicle for talking about the grief, loss, and love they've collectively experienced in the past year. Wow. Uh, this is the first release since their last album, LP3, something I very recently... Um, was regretful about that I hadn't included it in my year event list. Uh, so yeah, I'm good. a big fan. Uh, the track I'll be playing today is named after the honeysuckle or honeyberry plant that can endure extreme winter conditions. And uh, the song directly addresses the hardship of perseverance most directly, a distillation of the idea that canopies across the whole EP. This is a great EP. I'm a big fan of it already. It uh, certainly is going to make an appearance in October during our yearly Creepy with the EPs segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, Luke, I will not tantalize you any further. Let's give a listen to Hippocampus with Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle, bummer with some hatchet Knocking up the preachers that the same old. Burning Californians on the tip of his tongue. While Judy's in Columbus with a
gotta give that a lordy lordy berry gordy. Yes. More like a lordy lordy honeyberry gordy. Because oh, you said damn. the honeyberry bush or yes, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was not what I was expecting from Hippocampus. Like, I loved, I've been a fan of them for a while. Uh, loved their last one, the which was very, like, synth poppy, mm-hmm. some, like, vocal effects going on. And then this was just kind of like a good old-fashioned rock song. Uh, the vocals were very, like, up front and sort of, like, yelled, yeah. uh, which I enjoyed. And then that, like, background falsetto, that was great. Uh, so, yeah, it was not what I was expecting at all. A little, like, jarring, but then it rocked out, and I enjoyed it. Very, like, sunny, fuzzy, kind of, like, 90s-ish uh, sound. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a great EP. They've got a, a – take your pick. I could have played any song today, and it would have been an excellent choice. So, um, definitely yeah. worth the listen. Um, That's, like, jump to the top of my list for uh, listening because – uh, hey, I can plug it here. I'm going to plug it at the end. But our monthly music recap listening party, it will be this Friday from 6 to 9 in our Discord channel. And uh, now that's got to go on the list. That's jumped up to the top of my list to listen to. So, And Luke, just in case you're wondering, and this is the last time I'll mention it, you could listen to this EP 31 times in the time it takes you to listen to Mac DeMarco's One Way G. <laughs> okay, okay. Good to know. I've got to weigh my options there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was Hippocampus with Honeysuckle off of Wasteland, out now via Grand Jury Music. Well, Kev, I'm excited to play this next song because this is some Detroit-based artistry right here going on uh this band is based in detroit but they tour the country uh this is summer like the season this is the band that's fronted by summer krinsky who is a lgbtqia female producer percussionist and singer uh and summer fronts the band but really is holding down the rhythm section doing the drums Uh, Which is always cool, you know, when the, like, leader of the band is also playing the drums. It's, like, a fun twist on the classic formula. Um, And Summer is an audio engineer and co-owns a ton of, I think that's how you say it, it's A-T-O-N-U-V, which is a recording studio in Detroit. And Summer owns co-owns that with Scott Murphy, who, Kev, you might not know, Scott Murphy was in my improv class back at planet ant. And uh, so it's funny because I didn't realize until reading this bio that I recorded a song at a ton of before it was the studio. It is now Uh, right when Scott was getting it set up, he recorded my song. God damn, which I make music under the name indie darling. So I'm like, I actually recorded a song there. I didn't even realize. Uh, But Scott is in this band with Summer, and that's how I heard of this band, but I kind of had a different idea of what their sound was, and it's a much more dynamic and broad sound than I expected. Uh, this new song is kind of hyper-pop, mm-hmm. and it's it's written uh, about anxiety. That's what Summer wrote it about, and it's called Mental, and so the hyper-pop production is sort of like giving you that feeling of anxiety um, and mirroring the sort of like trying to hold it together uh, 
hold it together for someone is like a lyric that's repeated in the song. And so, like I was saying, I thought this band was more like Rocky. I knew that Scott toured with them. Uh, but then when I heard this song, I was like, oh, this is really cool and not what I expected. They cite the likes of Sophie Arca and 100 Gex, who we just recently played on this podcast. Nice. And so you'll hear some of that hyper pop production going on. And this comes from Summer Like the Season's sophomore record aggregator. So I'm excited for us to take a listen to this band that there there's some hometown heroes, some people that I know personally, and I'm excited that we get to play this great song of theirs on the podcast. So Here's Summer Like the Season with Mental.
A hot diggity dog. For sure. Hell yeah. Uh, I love that. And you know what? It did something that I feel like a lot of hyper pop songs don't do. And it kind of stayed within the bounds of like your traditional like. Yeah. Verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, like outro. Um, Classic song structure. Yeah, exactly. And it was really cool. And I was like surprised when it, it had like a break, like a minute left. Yeah. And then I it kind of continued out. And then it had like a nice little, like gentle, was it like yeah, a, that, just like, a piano? Beautiful piano. And, uh, which I should mention, all of that is summer. Every instrument piano, bass, guitar, drums, air who, synths, found sounds, singing bowl, banjo, auxiliary percussion, melodica, kazoo, and more. <laughs> summer? Like the season? Yeah, that, summer, like the season. And uh, it was mixed with by summer and scott but yeah every uh instrument is summer and it's it's a great sound i mean like yeah. I, they do that little uh fake out ending there mm-hmm. and uh it's very uh unsettling that build in the middle right before they fake you out but it's a great like representation of that anxiety and it's cool because i've been writing a lot of music about my own mental health and i'm like i love seeing you know another local artist and they're a great like touring band but just using music to sort of depict and talk about anxiety depression other things surrounding mental health and so it's awesome to see totally love to see it and uh i should mention this album is very like there's a song called meet me on the internet and uh they say that this this sophomore record aggregator is a dm to come hang out on discord servers and twitch streams and uh scott actually posts a lot if you find a ton of and summer of the season on social media you'll see scott posts about like mixing and stuff about the studio and so highly recommend you follow the studio and the band these are definitely some great Detroit-based artists that everyone should know about and be listening to. So, that was Summer Like the Season with Mental from Aggregator. Out June 1st on Earth Libraries. The New York City-based four-piece Beach Fossils have announced their new album, Bunny. Whoa. Luke, you, you know, excited. Well... I I do like this band. That I was excited for two reasons. I do know this band. And I'm excited because I haven't heard any of these. I saw they had new songs, but also because you know, um, my wife and I like to go looking for beach mm-hmm. fossils ourselves, like yeah. sea glass and rocks, um, which I've been calling it gunting, like in Ready Player One, like egg hunting mm-hmm. when they search for Easter eggs. So we're out there gunting for beach beach fossils. So that's why I got excited. But continue. Uh, just caught up on gunting what an it's awful so word gunting i love it It feels bad wherever you are you're, wherever you're listening just pause the podcast and say gunting say gunting gunter what wasn't that awful uh hey. anyway how dare you back to beach fossils they have their first album in five years six years holy shit oh, wow. it's 2023 uh coming out later this year and we've got the first track released to play today. Nice. Uh, sharpening their fidelity and dream pop instincts on every successive release, 
Bunny continues the stunning evolution of Beach Fossil's sound. Originally the DIY solo project of vocalist Dustin Pacer, Beach Fossil's has grown to be a bona fide dream pop standard. Uh, Pacer remarked in that creating this album, a bigger emphasis was made for stronger attunement to pop structure, a lot like what we just talked about. Yes. Uh, He had this to say. When I wrote the first record, there were no choruses. It was instrumental guitar parts in between verses. This is the first record where I've consciously thought about writing a chorus. Uh, That certainly shows up on the track I'll be playing today. The lyrics detail the troubles that come about when missing old friends, being on tour, self-medicating, longing, anxiety, love, being an idiot, having fun, embracing your mistakes, and keeping your spark. Uh, A wide variety of emotions found on this track. So let's give a listen to Beach Fossils with Don't Fade Away.
that was cool. I enjoyed that sound a lot. It was a good sort of like shoegazy 80s similar to some artists I've brought, like the drums and castle beat. It's mm-hmm. a sound I enjoy. And it was a nice chorus. I liked it. And, yeah. you know, there's something to be said about doing a normal chorus, doing an actual chorus, and maybe even throwing a bridge in there if you're feeling nasty. Um, but... You know, I do like a good instrumental chorus, and sometimes you don't even need a chorus at all. You know, it's whatever the song needs. As we talked about with the fade-outs, I'm a little more loosey-goosey with that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool, and um, I'm excited to hear this new album. They've been gone for a little while, but I'm, uh, I, I like that vibe. I'll, I'll sink in and check out some Beach Fossils for sure. Yeah, go grunting. I'll go gunting. Gunting, fuck. That was Beach Can't Fossils. Can't even get it right. <laughs> that was Beach Fossils with Don't Fade Away from the album Bunny out June 2nd on Bayonet. All right. Well, my last song comes from a great singer-songwriter whose fourth studio album is coming out this year via Asthmatic Kitty. You know whose record label that is, Kev? Uh, my parents' cat, Bonnie, who is, in fact, an asthmatic kitty. Oh, really? No, it is Sufjan Stevens' record uh, label. I believe that he was, it was probably guess. named after one such similar cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but Angelo D'Augustine uh, is the singer-songwriter I speak of, and he actually had a great album with Sufjan Stevens in 2021, a beginner's mind, which I totally forgot about. And it's this wild album cover where there's like a rainbow with a Medusa. And, um, I'm like, how did I forget about this album? Uh, I was recently looking at my like best albums of 2021. Uh, and I first, uh, became a fan of Angelo with the album tomb. And he has a great, just like, not even like lo-fi, but I feel like uh, some of the stuff I heard was almost like a stripped-down singer-songwriter, his sort of falsetto. And you can hear why Sufjan sort of gravitated to his sound. Like, Sufjan has, has a similar unique falsetto and just distinct style, and that's mm-hmm. what you always get from Angelo. Um, but I feel like he's even taken his sound to a new level on this song, and... Uh, I feel like this will be a nice follow-up to the Beach Fossils because it's a similar kind of vibey sound. And uh, this new single is called Another Universe. And Angelo said, I grew tired of reality, and so I decided to make a world of my own. It is a safe world, the kind of place in which only good things happen. And the music video is a cute, like claymation him and his dog like sailing through space and it's very fun so why don't we step into another dimension as we listen to angelo d'augustine with another universe what would it take to break the curse Fate for design omnipotence 
absolutely hear Suvian Stevens' uh, influence here uh, definitely belongs on the same record label for sure. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. It was it was great. Yeah. And, like, it's still got a little bit of the acoustic, like, folksy sound going on. But then there's a lot more going on. Like, there's some, like, synth sounds and some interesting yeah. stuff going on. I was like, oh, I was a little surprised about... Um, it was not exactly as stripped down as I was expecting. A little more of a uh, elaborate sound, and it's just a beautiful sentiment of like his own world where nothing bad ever happens. Yeah, and there was a line was about like yeah, like the galaxy being used for love or something, and so just a beautiful idea that he captures there. So that was Angelo de Augustine with another universe from Toil and Trouble out June 30th via Asthmatic Kitty Records. And boy, this album cover is like an illustrated like cauldron. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> it's wild. It's very it's good. sweet. This is what um, every album cover should look like. Yes. Cornwall-based trio William the Conqueror has just announced their newest album, Excuse Me While I Vanish. And Whoa, have- is that... Are they doing a Jethro Toll where they sound like a person, William the Conqueror, but they're actually multiple people? Maybe. <laughs> it's the reverse Tame Impala. Um, yeah. And they have released their first listen. Uh, this track is lush with the group's signature Swamp Blues Seattle Scuzz sound. Oh. Uh, certainly a great song for fans of the National. That's uh, what I certainly heard on first listen. Uh, self-produced in a vintage gear stuff hmm. studio converted from an old chapel and excuse me for saying this word probably wrong Pembrokeshire uh, excuse me while it vanish confronts the thin line between creativity and madness marrying earworm tunes with insistent imperious propulsive rock shapes conceptualized in the beginning of spring 2020 which uh, Luke I don't know if you remember that but bad Hmm. Um, this album challenged the perspective of the band's members as to what was really truly important in life, leading to possibly the truest work William the Conqueror has done to date. The track I'll be playing today is a cathartic, soaring identity crisis in real time. I'm a big fan, and I can't wait for the release of this album. Uh, it'll be out this summer, but with the first taste now, we, uh, we've got something to look forward to. Here is William the Conqueror with Somebody Else.
And William wept for there more, <laughs> for there were no more worlds left to conquer. Lordy, lordy, very gordy. Yes. Um, you know I love me some anthemic folk rock, and mm-hmm. that scratched that itch majorly. I hear the national comparison. Certainly, I hear like war on drugs ish. Oh uh, yeah. I hear frightened rabbit. I love it. Um, it was it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, and uh, that like guitar off in the distance just like screeching Mm -hmm. but like toned down was very cool and yeah i'm excited i want to listen to more of this band i'm glad you turned me on to them yeah they've got a pretty extensive discography so if you want to dive in the water's deep go ahead first nice that was william the conqueror with somebody else from excuse me while i vanish out july 28th via chrysalis records that's a great album title too 
Excuse yeah. me while I vanish. That's awesome. All right. Well, why don't we get into talking about the new Music Friday releases that we're excited for in Shouts. All right. Well, we were just talking about them. We got The National with first two pages of Frankenstein. I tell you, that's about as many pages as I read of that book. Too scary. (laughs) I read Frankenstein like two years ago and the first two pages. uh, Fine. Okay. I don't think I ever actually read it. I was supposed to for a high school English class, but I don't think I did. You don't get to the good stuff yet. Mary Shelley buries uh, all the freaky deaky body magic. Oh, yeah. You don't give it away right in the first, you know, couple pages. But anyway, excited for that. There's a song uh, on that album with Phoebe Bridgers on it. Uh, Have you heard that song? Yeah, great song. It's solid. Um, Then uh, we got another album here, Bernice with Cruisin'. This album is all over the place. The singles are all very different. Some, like, very experimental, but... Like, nice, vibey uh, tracks, but really, you don't know what to expect. And I do not know where I heard of this band. It's kind of bothering me, but, like, I was asking you, did you tell me about them? You know, you always say that Spotify should allow you to put notes. Um, But either way, for some reason, this band's on my radar, and I like what they're doing. So, check that one out. And then Indigo D'Souza, who I played on the podcast previously... With all of this will end. There's been some good singles from that. So excited for that. Uh, The great legendary punk band. The Damned. With Darkadelic. New album. Excited about that. Um, Haven't listened to them since their 1977 album. So good to check back in. Now like 50 years later. So. Oh god. um, And then we've got Bebe Rexa with Bebe. Bebe? Um, yeah, she's like a pop singer, right? Oh, I don't um, know. yeah. I know her name. She shows up on stuff, so there you go. Yeah. We'll check out Bebe. Um, what you got? Uh, out yesterday, Yuna with Masi Yuna. I was a huge fan of her 2019 album, Rouge. So I'm excited mm. to check this out. Out today, friend of the pod, Braids. With Euphoric oh, yeah. Recall. Played two songs from this album and both were great. So I'm really excited to hear that all put Very together excited. into one cohesive piece of music. Uh, the incredible Jesse Ware. With oh, that super feels excited good. about this. Yeah. Uh, two exclamation points in this title. That feels good. Yeah. Her, uh, her last album was incredible. And I'm excited to hear more. She kind of reinvented herself with her last one and now has like become like this like disco icon yeah and Uh, like again i've been saying this about a lot of them but those two singles she released whoo both are the phrase i said earlier that i'm like coining stone cold slap roonies yeah uh 2020's what's your pleasure her last album was incredible that was really good and then luke uh a certified classic uh a legend in the industry we of course have Smokey robinson gasms luke will you be partaking in Smokey robinson's gasms this week oh i will be uh certainly partaking of Smokey robinson's gasms i said my uh cousin (laughs) 
keeps asking me if I'm ready for Smokey Robinson's gasms. And it's just called gasms, but something about saying it that way just feels right. Well, uh, it's it's like you would say braids, euphoric recall. We're looking yeah. forward to Smokey Robinson's <laughs> gasms. I see yes. nothing wrong with this. Um, yeah, I mean, you'll remember I put Vitamin U by Smokey Robinson on our Dad Rock Summer playlist. Yeah, so, and it's, a, it's a classic. Yeah, so hopefully he has something like that on Gasms, and I'll be on board. Maybe something like Vitamin O on Smokey Robinson's Gasms. Yeah, Vitamin G. Oh, Vitamin F. There you go. There's a lot of a lot of letters. Oh, (laughs) Vitamin S. Hey, Vitamin H. Hey, tell you about that one when you're older. We've got like 22 more we can do, and then we've done them all. Uh, but that that does it for me. I yeah. After after gasms, I'm usually done. So let's you, wrap this. You thing can't up. follow that. So you know we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com/slash/bestsongever. You can join our Discord server that way. And hey, if you're listening to this right now tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Pop on over to our Discord channel, listen along, uh, or pop in whenever you can. Uh, we'll be playing our monthly music recap listening party playlist, and uh, I'll probably spin it some subsequent days as well, so listen along whenever you can. And then our third daddy, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. You can check out my Kid Koala interview up there. And you can follow us at Best Song Ever Pod on all social media. Follow me at Indie Darling Music. Follow me at Minty Fresh Kevin. And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is Best Song Ever, proudly endorsing Smokey Robinson's Gasms. Well, it's best song ever not a podcast better the jokes are clever and the tunes are cool it's worth this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast